You are tuning in to the Freak Me Harder Erotic Sex Talk Podcast, and this is Episode 8, Season 2. I am your host, Brazil Xrena, giving you exactly what you need for exactly what you want. Welcome to Freak Me Harder Erotic Sex Talk. This is Brazil Xrena Gabriella. If you are new to my channel, welcome, welcome, or podcast as well. Welcome. I um I talk about everything sex, and here with my family, the sex prodigies, and myself as a sexologist, I break down a lot of issues and topics and great things as far as advice in regards to sex okay so um today you uh you beautiful motherfuckers we're going to talk about society and gender and sex you know and we're going to talk about the double standards between females and a man you know and um you know something that fucking bothers me so fucking much and you want to know what it is? It is when there is a double double standard with us women and men with how many sex partners that we have. Now, you know, people are so, like, prudish when it comes to having multiple sex partners. And I blame that on society and uh, our upbringing. But I do feel that um, that shouldn't define who a person is per se you know what I'm saying just because I fucked 50 people that doesn't mean I'm a bad person I still pay my bills on time and I still give money to the 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 homeless or the uh you know the charities you can't let that define who you are you should be able to do whatever the fuck you want here's the thing when a man is you know when he fucks like about 20 people they're like bro you know what you do last week bro like what the fuck he's like you know i had a cut you know i had some you know some sex partners and you know she was really good in bed i I actually did 20 in like two days bro you are the fucking shit man high five right this is how men do act you know no question like this is the fucking shit but when a female goes oh my god you know my vagina has just been screaming for some dick and I had to answer her, so I've been fucking, like, I fucked about 14, like, guys, like, within three days, and, you know, oh, I I truly satisfied her, you're such a fucking slut, I can't, did you really do that, oh my fucking god, are you fucking, are you kidding me, you really slept with 14 men, oh my god, you have no respect for yourself, what the fuck, what do you mean, like, come on, it's just 14 guys, and you should be happy. I'm not cranky anymore. So, you know, this is what I'm talking about. The double standard. But I am here. So, have no fear. Priscilla Xrena is here to break this shit down and to let you know that you are the fucking shit regardless of what other people think. And if you want to fuck, then fuck on, baby. Okay, so... Let's talk about gender and sex. Why is it a double standard when it comes to one's gender associated with what they do in bed or between the sheets? And why should that define one's masculinity and femininity? 
Okay, so why I say this is because there could be females out here. And this goes to my LGBT community as well. My gay couples, my lesbian couples, my pansexuals, etc. Everyone. Why should a per- one's gender define a person's definition of who they are, their caliber, how they respond? Me being a female and giving an example, me being a female, you can't automatically assume that I'm submissive. You can't. That's just stupid. You have to assume that I could be a little bit dominant. I could play the male role even though I have been grabbed by my pussy. Now, like, listen, listen to me, you guys. Like, really, really let this penetrate into your minds. Gender is nothing but what it is. Gender, okay? It defines us being a man and woman and um, our our identities, you know, and we we are defined as such, you know, we, this is how we are, um, viewed, but it should not define one's sexuality. I, myself, I always use myself as an example because Brazil Serena has, you know, I always have a, a little story. So we always have a little story time. So I am dominant. I have been with men sexually and I've bent them over. Yeah, I've done it. And you love my fucking freaky ass. I have done that. I have um, played with men in the bedroom. You know what I'm saying? So I have been in the dominatrix world. So um, I didn't, I never felt masculine, but I know that me being submissive, it it comes on and off. It depends on who the opponent is. Oh my god, it so does fucking depend on the opponent. Um, it depends off what what energy you're giving to me. If you're giving me submissive energy, then I'm I'm gonna say, okay, daddy, I'm gonna be submissive for you. You fuck me. But if you let me walk all over you, I'm gonna pull your pants down. I'm gonna fuck you. You do the math and you use your imagination. I'm that type of woman. I'm that type of bitch. I love to fuck. And I I just feel that people should be um, treated equally. You know? And, and there's nothing wrong with a man doing what he's doing. But I do feel that men could be a little harsh when they find that women are doing the same thing that they're doing. And I just feel that men need to just chill out. Like... We are doing the same th- exact thing that you're doing. Why can't we do it? Why? Because we don't have dicks. We're not walking around with dicks and like doing all these manly things. We, I feel that we can. Why not? But you know, like, again, I don't feel that religion shouldn't define one's character. A person's job shouldn't define one's character. Race shouldn't define one's character. So why the fuck should gender define our character and who we are? I think one thing that I love about being a a beautiful woman and the perks of being a beautiful woman is we do so fucking much. We could fuck an orgasm right after we fuck. Now, I don't know a man that could do that. I mean, scientifically, I don't think that is possible. Um, I have had some men to get hard after we fucked, and I was very surprised. So there are men out there that can do it. 
However, women are known to be able to perform and to give multiple orgasms, which I love. That is super, super, super good. I love having that ability, having that ability to do so. And if you did not know that as a woman, yes, you can. You are. You can do that shit and enjoy it. Okay, so... You know, I feel that um, also um, gender kind of controls the population. It's a form of control. You know, because we have a lot of people walking around here. You know, we have a lot of women walking around in dresses. Because the job requirements ask for a woman to walk around in dresses. We have men that walk around in suits because jobs require men to walk, work around, walk around in suits. So it's not just us. It's the government and society that pen, that makes us say, okay, this is what we're supposed to do because we're women. We're supposed to wear suits. As a child, we're supposed to play with Barbie dolls and um, prepare to have babies. And we should have like a little easy, uh, Susie, uh, easy kitchen. And men should play with toys. This is, motherfuckers, understand the psychology that I'm breaking down to you. This is implemented into your brain at birth. In the beginning, from toys till now. From what you thought as a kid to as an adult and what you wear. And it truly is about you finding out who you are without being defined of what society and people that have been blinded that you know they're telling you you know no no you have to be like this because this is what we were raised to be and this is what we were taught fuck no your girl Brazil like Serena I wear suspenders and pants sometimes I wear ties to work because I did explain to you guys that I do work for a politician. So when I go to work, I do wear suspenders and ties. And they are sexy. I wear my Timberland boots. And I wear dresses. So I flip-flop. But I'm not going to, I'm not going to just wear dresses. Because I just don't feel that it should de- define my femininity as a woman. Come on, like, you. I hope you guys are hearing me out there, you know, and I want you guys to be yourself, be who you are, because if you're not, it's going to, it's going to be some, somewhat taking a, a control hold on you. It's not going to be something pretty because, you know, control is the power to influence or direct people's behavior or the course of events. So gender is definitely a power trip. You know what I'm saying? It it's it, it really is. And I noticed that when I was a little girl, when I knew cuz when I knew I was bisexual, I was like about 10 that I like girls. I knew that. But I also knew that I was not the, the, the average woman to just want to wear dresses. I always got my, you know, stocking ripped by like copping the fence and stuff like that. So I was always a rebel. A revolutionist. It was always like that. 
you know, and I, like I said, I've been in, in, in the adults industry as a dancer, you know, and I've seen on both sides of the fence of how things are, you know, so words of encouragement, just be who you are. Like, you know, because I feel that at the end of the day, like, men, you shouldn't like, you shouldn't degrade us because we're doing the damn thing. We're fucking, we're having fun. You know, um, the women have concubines too. If you don't know what a concubine is, you know, your girl's mixed. In Africa, a concubine is another wife. Well, shit, we have a whole bunch of boyfriends. We have a whole bunch of husbands. We do it too. And if we tell you we're not, we're lying to you because we have to keep our cover because we have images. We do. Some some of us have we we have these jobs that you know if people found out the type of people we were, we would <clears throat> we would get fired. Like me. You know, a lot of people don't know that I'm like this and I work for a politician. You know what I'm saying? And um I just think that I think that I've already came out through my podcast. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. And all the good things and the bad things that may be. Let's talk about sex. Okay, my beautiful babes. So, let's talk about sex and love. People say when having sex, you're just having sex. You don't have to love someone to have sex. But here's the thing you do. You guys, just hear me out. And to open those earlobes and listen to me. And I'm going to explain why you do love someone in the moment of pleasure. Okay. So, you know, as I ask the question, do you love someone when you have sex with them? Now, I know you men out there <clears throat> or females, you're like, no. I could detach myself from a female or man or man or man or woman and woman I could detach myself from them and just keep it moving but you know what that doesn't matter it doesn't matter if you could detach yourself and keep moving after intercourse because if you love something you put your love And formulate it into an action. So, let me rephrase the question. When you don't love someone, are are you motivated? No, you're not, right? You're not motivated to do anything for that particular person when when you're not loving them, right? If you love red velvet cake, right? 
you're going to fuck that red velvet cake up, right? Why are you going to fuck that cake up? Because you love red velvet cake. It goes the same way with people and sex. If you're attracted to a particular person, you are going to make damn sure that you fuck the shit out of that person into oblivion. You hear me? Because having sex is all about making love. And in the art of making love, in that moment, you are loving that person and their body. Further, giving him or her the sexual satisfaction they have been so desperately awaiting. Whether you are just fucking or having sex or making love, all of these are connected to love actions. Because you have to love as humans and we we automatically have that natural ability to love i mean that is what we were put on this earth to do honestly and it's such a natural feeling that you don't even realize that you're actively pursuing or engaging in the heat of the uh in the art of love and the heat of passion you don't even recognize it. You don't even you think that you're just fucking or you're just just having sex with a female and, and disregarding her or or a female. She doesn't even realize it. But in order to fuck somebody really good or make love to them, you have to love them because you have to enjoy them. You are giving them all of you, everything, your might. You're giving them your absolute best that's why you know when we engage in in sex that's why we moan moaning is the vocal pleasure of sexual activity it expresses our passion through that incredible body talk that we do so well i love to moan and i call it body talk it's an incredible feeling But, you know, like, you guys, so, I I mean, even though you may feel that you don't love a person, you do. You do, because it's like, like, why are you even going to work that hard? And, you know, I feel that people won't work hard at it. It's because they, they're like, you know what, I want to love, I want to worship this body. I want to make sure that this body receives the positive pleasure that I'm giving to it. The kisses, the small kisses, the small touches, the embracement of love, it's all there. Now, if you don't love a person, you're not doing all of that. You're like, man, if she doesn't, or if he doesn't like this sex, oh well, it's I'm, I'm just going to do it and, and walk off. That's why after sex, that's why all you motherfuckers out there, you're like, how did you like it? Did you like it? Was it good? Mm-mm. No. No, my sex prodigies, you learn today. When you fuck, when you make love, don't ask if it was good because your ass should know that it was good from the moment you started to the end, from the alpha into the omega. So you should automatically know that the sex is good. If you're asking about the sex and was it good, that means that the shit was bad and you know it. You know that shit was horrible. But you need to be clarified through the person that you fucked. In order to know that you give great sex and great pleasure, don't ask. 
It's like a trivia uh, quiz. Don't ask if the sex was good. I already know that. After you fuck, you know, your your partner, just say, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Or, you want a glass of water, baby? Not, did you like it? No. Because you are just, you are announcing your insecurities out loud by saying that. Did you like it? I don't know. I used to do that when I was young. How was that? Because I was young. I didn't know what sex was. I had no idea what it was fuck. Like, I don't know what the fuck it was. So I was like, how was it? But when I was more experienced, I would just shut my mouth and smoke a cigarette on the side because I knew that man was sitting there like a, a cadaver on the bed with his eyes wide open. Like he had seen the best porn in the world. You have to fucking hear me on this, beautiful babes. You have to already own that shit. Because as women and as men, we can smell the insecurities given. And don't be don't be embarrassed because a lot of people do it after sex. A lot of people ask the question, how was I, babe? Was I good? And they'll be like, yeah, you were good. Mm-mm. You fuck that person into oblivion and you ask, how was I, through the action of love and sex. And don't bring it up because you already know that that you slayed that shit for an hour or five minutes or two hours or however long you could go. The point is, is you already know that your shit was bomb. So you don't have to ask because you know the shit was good. No more asking, guys. Just do it. And if your significant other does not know that... teach them on to the next segment rhythm and sex go to the club and you know you're dancing in the club you know you're with your friends and you see somebody that is so electric on the dance floor that you can't even contain yourself you ever wonder like how are they in the bedroom let me share something with you those motherfuckers are the bomb you see rhythm and sex goes hand in hand if you have no rhythm, then you have no, uh, you have no chance of doing the horizontal mambo, the forbidden dance, baby. You need to have moves like Bruce Leroy and uh, the Last Dragon. They asked him throughout the movie, "Do you have the moves?" He's like, "What moves? What are you referring to?" And this is referring to the dance. Now, if you think about it, sex is like a dance. And because of that, you have to have the moves to satisfy, to move, to to set that electricity through that energy that you are giving. And when people know how to dance, yeah, they can fuck. Now, whether you're, you know, a country dancer square dancing in the middle of the dance floor, doing the electric slide, or pop locking... You motherfuckers can get down 
And I think that it's important to understand this, this, this whole method of dancing. Because let me tell you something. A person could have... A, a man could have a third leg, okay? And I'm, spe- I'm I never put anybody on blast because I'm not trying to make nobody famous. So whether I like the sex or not, you're not going to be heard. When a man sits around, right? He has a third leg and he has a huge dick and he's like, yeah, I know I got it. Yeah, but it's okay. The sex is okay when somebody does it, when they don't know how to dance. It's all right. It's cool. When, when a person knows how to dance, What? Those motherfuckers will have you crawling the wall like a fucking exorcist. It's all about motivation. Physical stimulation. And with people with moves, they are physically stimulating. I, for one, know how to dance. And I feel that dancing does correlate into the act of sexual behavior. Of course, yeah. That does. It, it, it just, it, it, it's just, it, it goes hand in hand. I mean, why wouldn't it? Have you ever met somebody that can't dance and, and, and they give you good sex? I mean, if you have, they're out there, I guess, you know. But for me, I've noticed a weird pattern with people that don't know how to dance and fuck. It's almost like, you know, oh, does he have big feet? Because if he has big feet or big hands, I mean, he's a big dick. No. Okay, that is definitely an urban legend myth. Just because a person has big hands or big feet, that don't mean shit. Your dick could be as small as a Tic Tac and you could have a size 13 shoe. It's all about the moves. That is That is something true to be true i'm pretty sure michael jackson was something a sight for sore eyes in the bedroom i I guarantee it moonwalking and all that shit could you imagine huh you know people said you know he's he's this he's that Uh uh-uh whoever had the pleasure did not say one word you've never heard his actions through the media of sexual behavior i'll tell you one thing i bet he had some good dick (laughs) <laughs> I bet you Michael Jackson has some really good tech because that motherfucker moonwalked across the uh, the floor like there was grease or oil on there. Understand, man, like the method, like the two-step, all that shit plays a huge part in sex. And shit, it makes it more enjoyable. I'm pretty sure, like, if you listen to country music and you're sitting there and you're watching somebody square dance and moving their hips, you're like, damn, like, I know he got some good dick. He got to, like, really know how to lay that pipe down because look at how he's moving his waist and, you know, clicking those spurs with those boots, baby. I'm sure of it. (laughs) Yeah, you too. You You have to be able to move, baby. Moves is everything. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Does he freak you? Or does he fuck you? Until next time, beautiful babes, always remember, 